Hi everyone, I'm Anthony. And I'm Kate. And this is 2000's A Pop Odyssey. Welcome. Welcome. So, we the have years. some news. Oh my god. Wow, we're just launching into it. I was going to start with the year. I was going to say it is 2022. Okay, it's 2022, January 2022. We do have some news. We have some news. But maybe first, um, like how was your New Year's and holidays? Oh, I, this is a teaser. People are like, what's the news? <laughs> uh, my holidays were all really good. It, it was like kind of busy. And then um, it's like the fifth wave of COVID yeah. so like there was like kind of like this weird added tension but overall uh everything's going well that's really great yeah I haven't had to do a puzzle yet all winter which is <laughs> like I have to just in case it comes to that but it just hasn't happened which is kind of nice but you were doing puzzles like before COVID I'm pretty sure the first episode you said I did a puzzle oh I know I'm super <laughs> I know I'm so embarrassed about that now <laughs> usually I'll do like one or two just like in the winter just almost like a tradition even though I don't I have no passion for puzzles don't get me wrong are they like really hard puzzles though well they're hard for me I'm terrible at them no but I'm just like you're like I don't have a passion for it I'm thinking you're doing like what 2,000 pieces puzzles no they're 1,000 that's a lot yeah that's a lot I feel like this is all misleading because it makes it seem like I have a weird interest in puzzles that I, I don't have. And I haven't done any this year, I swear to God. Well, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, believe women. <laughs> <laughs> how is... Oh, it. gosh. How was how is your holiday season? Mine was great. I saw... I had a COVID scare before Christmas, but I got a (laughs) negative test. Who hasn't? Yeah. And then I got to go have Christmas with my family, which is really nice. Had a low-key New Year's. And then, you know, just been dodging COVID like the rest of us. Awesome. Good for you. We have some news for everyone who's all our listeners. This is probably most likely going to be our last episode. This is true. And why is that, Anthony? <laughs> it's because of me. <laughs> I'm, yeah, the one breaking up the group. Um, because I'm moving. I'm moving to Quebec. And, yeah, we're not... We, Kate and I tried to do Zoom last year, if you guys remember, and we didn't like it. We didn't like it. Uh, and there's, like, a time zone difference. That, too. And also, you're just, like, making some big and exciting changes, which I'm super... Even though you're kind of being a Justin Timberlake and you're just like <laughs> leaving to pursue something new and fresh and better. Um, I, not better, just different. Just different. Either way, even though I'm really going to miss this, I am super excited for your new adventure and I wish you all the best and a hundred percent. I'm still just going to leave you random voice memos just whenever about whatever I want. And I do expect you to, respond in a relatively timely fashion of course i love a good voice memo (laughs) i'm Um, not gonna make you zoom though like we're not gonna do a zoom podcast or even just a catch up no i have so many like not so many but a few friends that are like we're gonna have to zoom more and i'm like i okay but in my head i'm like no you don't want to spend 20 hours just zooming and like i'm like i move across the country and i'm like (laughs) zooming with people here no i shouldn't say that Um, no it's gonna be great you're gonna have so much amazing coffee and you're you're <laughs> yes. going to you're going to meet new people and and yeah. maybe I'll be back maybe I'll fall flat on my face and I'll be back soon but if I don't 
then this might be the last 2000s pop odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But it's fun. I'm glad we got like a good two seasons out of this. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it's been great. And it just kind of worked out so perfect that we got to spend all this time together Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and also just be doing this during this weird resurgence (laughs) and like re-examining the early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, because I feel like we went through the 80s nostalgia and now we're in 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's just all of the drama of, you know, like... Oh, Britney's drama. Yeah, you know, Britney's <laughs> drama. And yeah. then Shakira's 20th anniversary of her album, Michelle Branches. Yeah. You know, um, there's just a Rick lot of... Rikina Enrique were supposed to go on, like, this big tour. Which, it's sad it got canceled, <laughs> but now I do have this fantasy about you and I going to <laughs> see them when they finally go on tour. Maybe I'll fly to Quebec and we'll go and... Yeah, see them there we'll who knows know. sky's the limit who knows what the future holds but today we do have a special episode our last episode is going to be about our favorite songs of 2021 mm-hmm. um kate and i have three each that we're going to play for you and then yeah we'll just talk about those so we'll be right back so top songs of 2021 Do you feel like 2021 was a better year for music than 2020 or no? I feel like for me, 2021 was this weird blur. It went Mm -hmm. by super quick, but then also like feels like it lasted forever. And music wise, last year was super clear. Like 2020, I was like Dua Lipa, Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift put out these like albums that I could listen to all day, every day. And never forget Pussycat Dolls React. Oh yeah. (laughs) yeah. And of course, Pussycat Dolls React. (laughs) That's just our song now. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I hear it, I'll think of us, except that song doesn't really get played very often. (laughs) No. (laughs) But still, when I play it, I'll think of us. And then this year, there was a lot of music I enjoyed, but nothing, there wasn't like a whole album that I overplayed, which is rare. I would agree with that. There were a couple, like, standout songs and albums, but, yeah, 2020... I don't know if it's because we got locked down in 2020, so, like, Dua Lipa, The Weeknd came out right at the beginning of the pandemic, and then mm-hmm. Lady Gaga was May, and then Folklore, and we were just, like, always with music. It just seems... Yeah, I agree with you. It seems less, like, coherent. Like, I remember where I was at each time of the year, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is, like... Kind of a whirlwind, but that being said, there was a ton of awesome songs that I was really enjoying all year. Mm-hmm. And one of them, uh, since you mentioned it, my fifth place song is actually the weekend "Save Your Tears" with Ariana Grande. Yeah. So this is the thing. I know that the album came out in 2020, but I feel like as a single and then the Ariana version was like 2021. So I feel like it falls into the appropriate category. And I just really enjoy that song. I just really like The Weeknd in general. And just I just think he's really creative and brings a lot of neat, fresh ideas to his music and he also he's just kind of like eccentric yeah he's cool yeah and so I like that everything the music's accessible but it's in kind of this strange concept album yeah he's a good one yeah my number five was You by Troy Sivan Tate McRae and Regard Mm -hmm. it came out like in May it's very dance so I had when the song came out, I was like, "Oh, maybe the clubs will be open this summer and I can dance to this." And that never happened. But still, I like to pretend that 
there's an Anthony somewhere in like the multiverses who got to party <laughs> to that song for a summer. Oh, that's that such happen. a beautiful image. Yeah. What was your number four? So my number four song was, let me double check. Oh, yeah. The A, B, C, D, E, F, U song. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom, that one. <laughs> yeah. I, obviously, it's just a good listen. I'm surprised nobody came up with that idea before now. Who sang that? Her name's Gail. Oh, okay. So I just like the fact that it's... Who else? Megan Trainer did this X's and O's song a while back. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of... It was one of those songs where when I heard it, I thought, like, why hasn't somebody else thought of this song in the past? It just seems like it was just waiting to be written. Right. And this is how I feel about the ABCDEFU song. And I just... Also, like, how the whole song's like, F you and your family and your mom and everyone, but not your dog. Your dog is great. (laughs) And I like that that's the exception. It's just a good listen. I think it's a cute play on words. It's fun. It it was like a huge TikTok trend, too. I know. I know. But (laughs) sometimes, sometimes I hear about the trends and I'm like, oh, right. Good things are happening on TikTok, and probably not good things are happening on TikTok, but I'm glad we're getting some good runoff from it. Uh, My number four was Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this whole album a lot. I was actually going back and forth between number four and number three for me, but I put this one as number four. It's really sexy, which is like weird to think Ed Sheeran and sexy in the same song. Yeah. In the same (laughs) sentence, I mean, but like, I just was like, yeah, I want to like have sex to this song one day. Yeah. So... That, that's why I put that, and I like the B, and it's good. Yeah, you. I feel the same way as you. It's kind of odd to be... This is the thing about Ed Sheeran, is that he's very versatile, mm-hmm. and so he tricks you. He's one of those people <laughs> who are like, maybe you thought you didn't like his music, and then you hear a song that you love, and you look at who it is, and you're like, ah, yeah, oh, yeah he's it's to- him. Yeah, and even the whole album's like all like very different types of songs. He's, he's great. Yeah. Okay. Top three. We're going to play them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. My number three. So I came, I be, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I came a little bit late to this artist. It's Lil Nas X, Industry Baby. I so when the, he first came out with like Old Town Road, I like that song, and then he did this whole Montero thing, and I was kind of like into it, but I was also like, it's very gay, which I know it sounds like. <laughs> Like, I am gay, so it's, like, a weird thing for me to think. But I was, like, is he just using, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not really, is he actually talented or is he just using, like, being gay? Because it's so novelty, especially in the rap world, Mm -hmm. as, like, his thing. And I wasn't super fan of him. But then I started listening to the album and, like, Industry Baby, and that's what I want. I love both those songs. And I was, like, oh, he actually is really talented. And he, like, I like his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I what's neat about this song is 
that it's oddly relatable. Like, it's that song that you listen to to pump yourself up. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, screw you guys, I know nobody else was on my side, but, like, I got this, and I'm showing you what I'm made of. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I... And, like, the whole thing was, like, the video starts with him, like, basically being sentenced for being gay to go to prison. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, the shower scene and all that. Yeah, there but, is. Yeah. But I also <laughs> love Jack Harlow's verse that I played where he says, you all peaked in the high school, but I'm still out here getting cuter. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? Everybody can relate to that. <laughs> right? Peaking yeah. at, like, a lot of us, high school was not our best moments. No. Yeah. For most people, I'd say. Yeah. All right, number three for you. Okay, first of all, I just, I kind of coughed a bit when you were talking, and I just <laughs> wanted everyone to know it's because we're drinking limoncello, and it's, like, very citrus drying. Yeah. <laughs> and why? Because we're trying to get rid of... Trying enemies. to get rid of my alcohol before I move. Yeah, so that's what that was about. Um, I'm just super parched right now because of the limoncello. I didn't think you had COVID. It's fine. Okay, great. I just didn't want you to worry. So... My third place song is Bo Burnham, and this is from, it's an odd choice, right? But if you saw his Netflix special called Inside, this is from that. As a white woman, I relate. <laughs> I'm actually not that good at Instagram, but if I was, I'd be doing everything he describes in this song. And so he's kind of, for anybody who doesn't know who he is, he's like a comedian, like a musical comedy uh, comedian. And he took like a huge break because he was having like panic attacks on stage. He took five years off. And then when he was going to start touring again, COVID happened. And then he created Inside. So it's just... It's, we played the funny part, but then there's yeah. this bridge that's just actually incredibly heartwarming and sweet. And what's interesting to me is how many people listen to the song and don't notice the bridge part. When you played it for me, because I, I haven't actually watched the whole thing. We played a couple songs for, for me. And when that part came up, I was like, at first I was like, I wanted to laugh. Because it's basically him talking about like her the woman's mom had died. Yeah. And I was like, but this isn't funny though. Like he, he plays it so sincere and then it goes back to being funny after and you're just like, Oh, it's very interesting. It's so great. Cause what he's doing is changing the context. Like at first you're like, Oh, you're looking at it from the outside is like, Oh yeah. Ha ha. Like, is it heaven or a white woman's life? And then there's the bridge, which it's like hard to not get choked up during. And then, when he goes back to kind of listing these trivial, funny things, 
you realize you are looking at it from the perspective of, you know, like this human. Yeah. <laughs> like just a person who's gone through tough times and is trying to make their way through it somehow. So it's, and also it's just a very catchy song. It's totally catchy. Yeah. I also am a big Instagram person and I like it because like, it's so easy to judge people on yeah. Instagram. So you're like, oh, they're posting again about this. But then I'm also like, if it makes them happy to post that, why? I don't know. Yeah. And also it's hard to tell, you know, when people are posting stuff that's personal, like it's hard to know when, like when maybe they should stop and when they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right? Or, you know, you don't want people to be fake. But then on the other hand, it's like, then people are saying these like really intimate personal things to like maybe people they don't know. I don't know. It's, it does get you thinking yeah. and singing along. Yeah. Um, before we go though, I showed, so after you showed me this, I showed my sister it mm-hmm. and she's like very like PNW kinfolk with her Instagram. Like basically, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those words mean. Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. And then Kinfolk was like this whole thing that went on like just very like Vancouver, Seattle, Portlandy. Right. And so like, when I showed her this, like when she he's like talking about like tiny pumpkins and then like something about like plaid and like latte foam art. I was like, that's your Instagram. Oh, yeah. And she's like, it is. I know. <laughs> she didn't I, even deny it. <laughs> I have a friend who lives in Cranbrook and she's like, it's always like her holding a cup of coffee <laughs> or like, you know, like slippers in front of the fireplace. Yeah. And that is her actual life. But yeah, we can make yeah, fun. Yeah. When we come back, number two. We are back with our number two picks of 2021. Yeah. We were also just talking about the song Stay that we both kind of like, but kind of... Yeah, we didn't put on the list. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't quite make the cut, but I'm going to give it like a sixth place. Yeah. (laughs) It was a good song. Good old Bieber. Yeah. Okay, so second place. Yes. Okay, second place. I played the song before on our Pride episode. I'm obsessed with it. Um, my friends all made fun, a couple of my friends made fun of me this year about it because they were like, every time we'd hang out, I'd play the music video. <laughs> so here's Heartbreak Anthem by Galantis, David Guetta, and Little Mix. I just, I'm so sad you didn't get to go clubbing this year. <laughs> uh, that was another one. I was like, this is going to be a real party at Pride. I don't even, I didn't even hear it at Pride. Yeah. So I kept hitting my uh, couch there. So that might show up. <laughs> He's so enraged. <laughs> um, I just love this song. I love the music video. Interesting fact I found out. It was actually, do you know a lot about Little Mix? Because no. I didn't really until this year. No, not at all. British girl band, pop band from x factor uk oh um they've had a bunch of hits in like england but never uh, never really crossed into the u.s and canada um but anyway one of their there was four of them one of the members left in december of 2020 
Jesse, and they had basically this whole song was recorded with the four of them, but then she abruptly decided to leave and they re-recorded the whole vocals, changed the arrangement to fit the three of them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I wonder if she regrets leaving. I, I don't know. I know she had like a, a song, her solo song that came out like in October with Nicki Minaj. I don't know how it's done though. Okay. Well, that she's trying. Yeah. Um, my second place song is Olivia Rodrigo, who yes. had a banner year. This song is called Good For You. Good for you, I guess you moved on really easily. You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks. Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world? Good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself. I guess the therapist I found for you should really help. Now you could be a better man for your brand new You know, she's on tour, or is going on tour, and is, we'll see what happens. But is she going to come here? <laughs> yeah. May or may not be in Vancouver, but also chose, like, a super small venue. Where is she playing here? It's, like, Thunderbird Stadium. Oh, are you going to see her? Well, I, I wanted to, and then I was like, I just think I might be the oldest person there. <laughs> like, no, there's that whole, remember there was all those memes, like you're thir- you're in your 30s, but you still relate to Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> That's okay. True. That's true. Well, one reason why I do like her is it's obviously her music is pop, but it has just like a little bit of, it. well, it's got a lot of sass and like a bit of grittiness to it. Like even the way, the way that she says her words there's kind of like this tension in it, a little mm-hmm. bit of like Alanis Morissette, like screw you. Uh, I love, you know, and she's just like happy and healthy. Well, that's not me. I love yeah. that part. I just love that she's like, great. Like I got you <laughs> like mental health support and now you're a better person than you were before, but you've like moved on to someone else. I just love it all. I love it all. I love when she yells out sociopath. She's oh, like yeah. sociopath. Yeah. That whole album is really good. Like there's jealousy, jealousy, all these songs from there that I really liked. Yeah. yeah I've definitely listened to the whole album and the, yeah, there's a lot of great music on there. Driver's license didn't, I know everybody loved it. It didn't do like a ton for me. Cause I just felt like I couldn't really relate to the whole like, getting your driver's license thing anymore (laughs) but then this song i was like yeah like i get it and like and what were your thoughts on deja vu because that was the second single so it didn't do as well as like good for you or um driver's license and i when i first listened to it i didn't like it as much and then i listened to like when i got the album and i'm like oh i really like this song i liked the song traitor actually yeah so that was actually one that really stuck out for me that i guess I don't know, maybe that'll be the next single. Who knows? We'll see. Who but, knows? But you're right. She has had a banner year. She's nominated for album of the year, I think, and song of the year. So Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. When we come back, our number ones, and my number one also has album of the year. While we're here, our last 
songs that we're going to play on 2000s Pop Odyssey. Oh my gosh. You're <sighs> making it sound so sad. <laughs> but we did this as a surprise. So like when Anthony and I met up tonight, we hadn't talked at all about what our favorite songs of the year were. Mm-hmm. And so we're like just learning as we're doing the podcast yeah. what each other's favorite songs of the year were. So did you want to go first or should I go first? I'll go first because we'll keep it that way. Okay. Um, my favorite song of the year is actually an old song Redone. I think you all know who I'm probably talking about. Who could it be? Who could it be? I think it might be Taylor Swift. I think I went back too far, but we're just going to the front. Oh, was that an accident? <laughs> Are we listening to all 10 minutes, Anthony? Okay, so unless you've been living under a rock, you know who the song's about, and you know the whole idea about the song, so we won't get into that. Um, it, uh, It's just the best breakup song. It's probably one of the best breakup songs. The original is one of my favorites. After my breakup, I listen to it all the time. Um, and then now this version, I think she has actually made it better. I And with lyrics that she wrote at the time, but re-added back to the song. Okay, yes. It's funny you bring that up because there's one thing I want to say about this. So that's, that's what she said. Like, the original version was 10 minutes. She, they had to cut it out because no one wants a 10-minute version on the radio. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. anything. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> and then so she... Anyway, so she cut it down. Now she did it again. And she said it was an original, like, all the lyrics original. But, like... I just don't know if I believe that she wrote Fuck the Patriarchy in 2011. Because I Googled that. Me and my friends were Googled this. And that apparently that came into, like, common... What, what, like, what, what's the word? Common culture. Like, people started saying that in 2015. Oh, no. You think that it was there in 2011? I think people... <laughs> people have been saying that for a long time. <laughs> Uh, women in particular have been saying it for at least decades, but I don't know if she would have necessarily written that in 2011. And I don't know if that's relevant to the breakup. I know, but I just was like, was, cause when she said, she's like, it's the original all too well. I'm like, was this part original Taylor? No matter what. I love the whole thing. The video. Did you watch the video? No, but I've watched the SNL performance <laughs> a number of times because I was just... Honestly, at this point, I'm even impressed that somebody could remember all the lyrics to one <laughs> song and sang for 10 minutes. I, In my own personal life, in December, I sang at like a few different things and I botched the lyrics every single time I performed. And I was like, this, how, how do other people do this? It used to be a thing I could do. And anyways, her just like knowing 10 minutes of song lyrics and 
chords was very impressive to me. I've won like, but I've wondered that before in concerts. Like, how do they know all the lyrics to all the songs all the time? I, Kelly Clarkson messed up one time when I saw her, but like other than that, yeah, I've seen people really screw up, and there are some artists who and comedians actually who have like words and oh, cues and stuff like on stage with them or yeah just like even something like look down on every once in a while but like yeah most people just know it you know you do it's like you know you know how to sing the alphabet it's just in your head it's true at a certain point but still i just love i thought her live performance was, it was great. really good and the music video was kind of in the back right yeah, yeah yeah it's basically like she directed it tells the story and of course uh, because she's Taylor Swift, everything in the music video is very on the nose. Like, we're very aware that it's her and Jake Gyllenhaal. We're very aware <laughs> of everything. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I want to say was, she has now claimed the longest number one song on the Billboard Hot 100. She beat American Pie by, I don't know exactly who said, Don Henley, right? Yeah. I'm going to say, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, right. Nicely yeah, done. She beat him, and it yeah. was number one. So. Very impressive. <laughs> Yeah. What was your number one of 2021? Okay, maybe not as, like, epically (laughs) long as yours, but um, this is Lil Nas X. sexy it is yeah and he had such a year too he had a big year and the thing that actually i always liked this song you know just sometimes i'll just pull up like whatever current pop hits and listen to whatever's playing so obviously there was like a lot of little nas x this year in general but the thing that actually really won me over and i also really like industry baby too but the the thing is the music video for this song (laughs) yes and you know me most of the time music videos make songs worse for me like i'll have an idea i'll hear the song and then i'll watch the video and be like oh no i can't believe this is what they did um but this song was the opposite. It, I feel like this music video made me love the song even more. And it's just, it's like a fever dream. And it's it's pushing boundaries. So many boundaries. All of the boundaries are being pushed. But then it's just got this great hook. I could listen to this song all day. I did not know that was going to be your favorite song of 2021. And I like it. I like that that was a surprise. I didn't either. I didn't either, but I honestly, it just, and it's also because it was pretty recent. Like I'd say like a month ago was when I really like read his Wikipedia page, you know, listened to all his music, watched all the music videos. And there's even like joke music videos that he put out, like the shower scene and it actually like looks like it's freezing or whatever, but that's like part of the joke. I just, I just think he's got a good sense of humor too. He does, and like I, what I like about the Montero video was a bunch of Christian groups were mad because obviously it's like he like 
gives the devil a lap dance. But then he <laughs> even said, he's like, but at the end of the video, like, he kills the devil. So aren't you, like, as a Christian, you should be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so over, this is the thing. It's over the top theatrics. Yes. Is, like, I mean, there's a version of the song. It's, like, Satan's extended version. <laughs> like, you kind of, it feels like he's kind of trying to, piss some people off but it also is so over the top kind of that it's almost comical and then he's just really doing it with like kind of like a sly grin at the same time like I know let's put Satan in the video that (laughs) should make some people mad yeah yeah I just really like him I think he's great he is yeah I'm excited to see what happens next for him Mm -hmm. and what his next album will be like and so that was our year of 2021 music it sure was. What'll happen in 2022? I don't know. The sky know. is the limit. The sky's the limit. I, neither of us had Adele. That's interesting. It, yeah, everyone's obsessed with her. And I mean, <laughs> she's good. Don't get me wrong. I don't feel like I need to apologize for that. Like, yeah, of course, everything she does is she's got a beautiful voice. And if, I don't know, if you're looking for a cliche break up I'm finding myself saying then do it I don't know whatever Adele's Adele's Adele is wonderful but didn't do it for me this year no I not as much either for me yeah anyway so I guess this is it this is goodbye for now I was trying to think of like a perfect (laughs) song (laughs) like a send-off song and for whatever reason I kept just going through like Whitney Houston songs like which ones? And I, I <laughs> will always love you. Well, what about because I am moving to Montreal, which is Quebec, we play this one. Because this is like a good send-off song. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the like most overplayed song of all time. <laughs> Can this be our second song, Pussycat Dolls and this? <laughs> and then this? I didn't know this <laughs> intro was this long. Oh, it's long. Lots of flute. Uh, I mean, okay, I don't know if I'll... It actually feels a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is lyrics. a little more sexual than I thought. <laughs> wow. Uh, I didn't um, actually know you liked me that much. <laughs> um, anyway... This was such a fun two years of doing this. I'm glad we decided to do this. Me too. I'll always treasure our time together and our friendship. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, and who knows, though? Maybe we'll do it. Everyone, we're rebooting everything nowadays. Maybe this will get rebooted in a couple of years. Honestly, <laughs> I'd be happy if, like, once or twice a year, because you have family here, like, you'll have to come visit. I do. I we at least, it. like, go through the rest of Britney's albums or something. I think so we might have to do Don't that. unsubscribe, because we'll, there will be some cameos. Yeah, it might sure. be, like, surprises down the road. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to us. I uh, hope you have enjoyed the show. And again, like Kate said, like, subscribe. Listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. I'm Anthony. And I'm Kate. And this is 2000s of Pop Odyssey. Bye-bye. Bye.